Our current series on Sunday mornings is called Fearless Family, and we are looking at uh, what God calls us to do as families. We all have individual roles, and God has called us and designed the family unit with a purpose. And so as we talk about being strong and courageous this year, we're learning about how to do that within our family unit. We've learned so far that the family is like a house. And that's our metaphor for this series. We started out by saying, if you want to build a house, you want to build a good house, a lasting house, you need to build a house on the right foundation. We said the foundation of God's word, not just knowing it, but also living it and playing it out with your family and engaging them with it. And next, uh, on top of the foundation, you have the structural walls. And I'm sorry that you can't read those words, but uh, there is uh, permanent wall number one is the mighty mom. And that is a mom who's not 100% able, not perfect, uh, not uh, completely up to the task, but she's 100% willing to submit herself to the Lord God Almighty, to trust in his word, to obey his word, and to persevere with him uh, like Mary and like Hannah did. Uh, secondly is the structural wall of the courageous covenant. You need two people that are in covenant together, and that's so important because one man and one woman committed for one lifetime is what God intended in the holy covenant of marriage. Uh, today, we're going to talk about honoring your parents. Uh, the family is the backbone of civilized society. Think about it. Genesis chapter 1, the, the creation of male and female, the covenant of marriage, and then the formation of the family as they had Cain and Abel and later on other children. Uh, that, was, that predated every other organization that human beings would have. It, it predated... Uh, businesses, government, the formation of nations. Uh, before any of that happened, God designed the family. Uh, God could have done it another way. He could have started by uh, creating kings and uh, edicts and nations and all of that, but he chose to begin with a family. There's a lesson there. It starts with the family. Uh, as the family goes, so goes the society around it. Perhaps you have seen on television or on the Internet, uh, as of recent, there have been a lot of political rallies. And at some of those political rallies, there have been people just engaged in violent, uncivilized behavior. And there's people pointing fingers on both sides. It's your fault. It's your fault. You need to denounce this, denounce that. That's not a political problem, folks. What you're seeing there is the degeneration of the family. When you're watching people acting in an uncivilized way, you're seeing the result of parents who have dropped the ball, who have failed their families and uh, taking seriously that responsibility. Paul said it to Timothy in this way. Mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents. Ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Now, I suppose any, almost any age that human beings have lived is because, oh, here we are at the end times. 
But Paul hearkens that back to a, a fundamental dysfunction within the family. And so we're going to spend the next two, today and next Sunday, talking about parents. Today, we speak to children. Now you're thinking, oh good, I'm, I'm off, I'm just speaking to this section. I want you to not tune out, okay? Because technically speaking, if you're alive, you're a child of someone. So we're speaking to children today, regardless of your age. Next Sunday, we're going to talk to parents, and that's not everyone. We're going to talk to parents about parenting, regardless of their stage. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. This is our core verse, and I'll read it again. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you, that you may enjoy long life on the earth. This scripture in three simple verses remind us of three simple truths that I want to share with you this morning that can be applied whatever age you are at. The first level is the child level. God calls us to obey our parents. Now, in Ephesians chapter 6, Paul went back to Exodus chapter 20. So this won't be on your screen, Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. But it's the fifth commandment of the Ten Commandments. Now, if you're not familiar with the Ten Commandments, they are the foundation. They're not the totality of the Old Testament law, but they're the foundation of it. And people who've studied it say that the first four have to do with our relationship with Almighty God and our reverence toward him. The, the last, uh, starting with number five through, and all the way through ten, deal with our relating to one another. But Paul says that the fifth commandment is the first commandment with a promise, and that's true. It's the first command that it's, there's an if and a then. Honor your father and mother, mother Exodus 20:12 says, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. A Hebrew scholars debate over the word long and its full meaning, but as near as I can tell, it has less to do with quantity of days and more to do with quality of days. That word meaning full or productive, successful, there's a, there's a depth, and a, Jesus would call it the abundant life. doesn't necessarily mean, and although I think it's true, you tend to live longer when you do things God's way, but regardless of how long you live in terms of number of days, the quality of those days will be much better if you honor your father and your mother. Now, when we talk about honor, we're talking about obedience, the first part of that. Obedience, we think we know what it means, but we're not always sure we know what it means. And I thought rather than going into a textual study, I would just illustrate it this morning. First of all, I need to ask Adam Allen if you would do me a favor. Adam, will you please bring me a songbook? Mary, where are you? Adam, seriously, bring me a songbook. Boy, don't think I won't come out of this pulpit. Are you not going to do it? No. All right, no team camp for you. All right, let me try someone else. Neil, can you, uh, can you bring me a songbook, please? Neil, off the phone. I'm preaching up here. 
Where's Lisa? So help me. Give him some of that Texas discipline. Come on now. Neil Estes, you get your rear end up here with that songbook right now. Well, technically, Neil did what I asked, but was he obedient? All right, let me try one more time. Grant, Grant Clothier, can you please bring me a songbook? That'll be it. I don't need it. Could you give me some water, maybe? Simple illustration. To demonstrate what we all know to be true. There's a difference in obedience and what I call defiant obedience, which is not really obedience at all, and full-on obedience. Not just of, of mouth, but of heart. And I mean by actions, by your life. Now, you may think that's just a thing, a lesson for teenagers, and some of the parents are, yeah, I needed to hear that this morning. But... Jesus said, these people honor me with their lips and their hearts are far from me. See, the lesson of obedience is not just one to learn from age zero to 18. If you don't learn it there, it'll be tremendously difficult for you to learn it from ages 19 to 99. We learn obedience when we're young, but we have to live obedience for the rest of our lives. There's a couple of reasons to obey your parents. First is, it's rewarding. Uh, when you learn authority, you learn, uh, learning authority allows you better trust and fuller faith. Uh, remember the story in Luke chapter 7? This was a, a story of a man that amazed Jesus. Now, anytime someone amazes Jesus, you need to pay attention. This man was a centurion. He was not a Jew. Uh, but what he said to Jesus amazed him. In Luke chapter 7, uh, he had a, the centurion had a servant who was sick. Jesus said, all right, where is he? I'll go, I'll go heal him. And the centurion said, whoa, 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 wait a second. You don't have to do that. I get who you are. I'm under authority. I get it. If somebody above me says, go and do this, I, he, just, he doesn't have to worry about it. He doesn't have to tag along with me. Luke chapter 7, verse, starting verse 8, this is what the centurion said. For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him. In other words, Jesus was saying, man, this guy has incredible faith because he understands how faith and obedience work together. It also helps in our relationships with other people. If, you have, if you're a person with control issues, what you really have a problem with is obedience. And you may think it's kind of, you know, just wink and smile when you go down Meridian at 55 miles an hour. But it's, it's an authority issue. It's an obedience of the heart issue. It's not so much the speed limit itself as, as, as much as it is your attitude toward it. The second reason is because it's right. 
Notice what he says here. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. It does not say, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for they are right. There's a lot of people who will say, whoa, 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 but, 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 I, 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 you don't know, my parents are wrong. They made this wrong decision. I get it. There are no perfect parents. But we're called to a spirit of obedience, especially with our parents, because that's the right thing to do. As a saying that goes, being right, I'm sorry, doing right is better than being right. And obedience is doing what's right. Now think about this, in Luke chapter 2, verse 51, Jesus himself, the scripture says, Then he went down to Nazareth with them, his parents, Mary and Joseph, and was obedient to them. Now that's Jesus. Jesus, perfect, sinless, didn't make mistakes. The literal first perfect child. And he had imperfect parents who were going to make the wrong call and not fully understand everything he was doing. And yet, Jesus set a perfect example of obedience. So it's not about whether or not you're right. There are no perfect parents. The only way, and you think, you think, I'll never parent the way my parents parent. I'll never say this. And then, 20 years from now, you'll end up saying it. Uh, I don't know how you were disciplined, but one way I was disciplined was this. You've got to look up here to, to see it. This. You know what this is? This is, this is a sign from God right here. Okay? This thump applied directly to the side of your head would shake up your world, especially from my father. I mean, it was just a... Now, when I was a child, I can remember thinking very clearly, I will never, that is child abuse, to thump your children on the head until I became a parent... And I found that thumping is wonderfully effective. <laughs> and it has greatly improved the reflexes of my children. <laughs> Come here. I say that as a simple illustration of how your parents do it is not necessarily the right way. Um, we're within our family at the iPhone stage. My 11-year-old believes that every other 11-year-old on planet Earth has an iPhone. And that may well be true, but I just told him, son, you drew the short straw when you got parents. Parents get to make those decisions, not because it's the right decision, but because it's their decision. God has put your parents as stewards in charge of you. And he gives them the responsibility of making many of those decisions. So Colossians chapter 3 verse 20 Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. And when we do that, we'll find great blessings. Secondly, what is going on with PowerPoint today? That does say, love your parents. <laughs> no, it's hard to read. Secondly is, love your parents. Jesus said to his disciples, if you love me, keep my commands. Parents understand this to be true. With children, many times you'll tell them to do something, whether it's clean your room or go wash the car, go mow the lawn, 
Or maybe as their older children, no, 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 you you should stay away from those friends. Or I wouldn't do that if I were you. And they'll say, yes, yes, I know. But they haven't learned the lesson, have they? John, the apostle of love, said, dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. And he'll go on to say in 3 John, I have no greater joy to hear. Now catch this. No greater joy to hear that my children are, know the truth? No. Uh, have memorized the truth? Come once a week to hear the truth? No. What, what brings him the greatest joy is to know that his children are what? Walking in the truth. Living in the truth. Parent, uh, children, teenagers especially, you may think your parents are always on your back. The truth is your parents are the only one the only ones that have your back. They are the only ones that care anything more in the world about you than you. There's no one else in this world that cares so much about your long-term success and happiness and achievement. They want you to learn the lessons that they had to learn the hard way. They hope to give you wisdom beyond your years. So love them and appreciate them. Here's some ways to do that. First, unlike Neil, always speak and act respectfully. Now, I joke around with Neil because on my Mother's Day lesson, my Mighty Mom video, you know what he said about that video? He said, that video is garbage. He said, if I acted that way toward my mother, she would not stand outside the door silently weeping. That door would come off and I would be weeping. (laughs) That's good. Because you're learning respect and authority. Always speak and act respectfully. Always obey immediately, cheerfully, and completely without complaining. That's obedience, by the way. Treat your parents, and this is... Treat your parents like you want your children to treat you someday. Because that will happen. It is called the curse of the parent. Every parent in a moment of frustration has said these words. Oh, someday, someday, you will have a son or daughter just like you. When I was younger, I thought, well, that'll be good. Is not good. <laughs> and finally, let me say a bit, of, bit about the stage of being in your early 20s. Don't be a burden to your parents. We have a, something going on in our culture right now where people are living in their parents' basement almost until they're 30. I know your parents love you, and I know that they're willing to do that for you. But that's not right. You're burdening them. And they might not say that. But honor your parent by growing into an independent, productive person. They're not meant to be your parents your whole life. They they expect there to be a time when you leave the nest so that they can miss you. And eventually invite the grandchildren back. 
How do we do this? Speak life to your parents. Proverbs 20.20 says, If someone curses their father or mother, their lamp will be snuffed out in pitch darkness. We can speak curses or blessings to our parents. If you embrace a lifestyle of hatred and contempt for your parents, you put your life and its quality at risk. Remember, words stay with you forever, even if they are your parents. So if you've said something that you shouldn't have said, I hope you'll apologize and repent. And I hope that you'll work not just on not saying the wrong things, but on speaking the right things. There will come a time when when your parents won't take care of you any longer, but you will be called to take care of your parents, to bless them. Uh, The word honor your parents, different from the word obey, it means literally to make heavy. What it's saying is give weight to your parents' words. Give weight to their life. Give them the respect and reverence that they deserve. Proverbs 23:22 says this, Listen to your father who gave you life, and do not despise your mother when she is old. The word listen means pay attention. Pay attention to your parents. It's, they don't just want your financial assistance or, or our advice. They want your attention. As they age, stay in touch with them. A weekly phone call, a monthly visit. Listen to them, even when they get old enough where they repeat the same stories over and over. Because you know, there was a time when you repeated the same things over and over and they listened to you. As they get older, parents become parents. Uh, children, sorry, become their parents' parents. Now, I want you to listen how seriously Jesus took this. We know on the cross that he took care of his mother by uh, saying that the care of Mary was now entrusted to John. Listen to this in Matthew chapter 15. You can read along if you like. Verses 4 through 6. He's talking to the Pharisees. And he says, for God said, honor your father and mother. And anyone who curses his father or mother must be put to death. But you say that if a man says to his father or mother, whatever help you might have otherwise received from me is a gift devoted to God. He is not to honor his father or mother with it. And so you nullify the word of God for the sake of your tradition. And he goes on to call them hypocrites and and go back to that verse. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Children, as your parents age, you have a responsibility to take care of them. Sometimes that's physically. I had a gentleman come in this morning and he had a cane with him and he said, I'm just trying to be careful because I tripped on my cane earlier. Falls are easier. If you're a child and your parents physically are, are suffering, help them. Take care of them. Um, That may be financially. You may have to, maybe they're not ready uh, to handle retirement, don't have enough of a nest egg saved. Uh, You may be called to do that. That's part of honoring your parents. Now, I will say this, parents, please, please prepare well so that you aren't a burden to your children. And so that you can bless them with an inheritance instead of a burden. Spiritually. 
Spiritually, make sure your parents get home. If your parents are not in Jesus Christ, I can't think of a better blessing as a child to a parent than to say, Mom, Dad, we need to have a conversation because I don't think you're ready for eternity and I want to be in heaven with you. And finally, provisionally, do for your aging parents what they did for you when you were younger with gentleness, with patience, and tolerance. This can be easily explained with the parable of the sparrow. That's for you, Τι είναι αυτό. Μόλις τώρα στο παπατέρα σπουργή δίνει. Τι είναι αυτό. Σε ένα σπουργή δίνει παπατέρα. Ένα σπουργή τι. Σπουργή τι. Τι είναι αυτό. Γιατί το κάνεις αυτό το πράγμα μπορείς να μου πεις τόσες φορές σου είπα είναι ένα σπουργίτη. Δεν το καταλαβαίνεις. Πού πας. Δυνατά. Σήμερα ο μικρός μου γιος που πριν λίγες μέρες έκλεισε τα τρία καθόταν μαζί μου έξω στο πάρκο όταν ένα σπουργίτη ήρθε και κάθεσε απέναντί μας. Ο γιος μου με ρώτησε 21 φορές τι ήταν αυτό και το απάντησε και τις 21 φορές ότι ήταν ένα σπουργίτη. Τον αγκάλιασα τρυφερά και τις 21 φορές που μου έκανε την ίδια ερώτηση ξανά και ξανά χωρίς να εκνευριστώ νιώθοντας στοργή για το οθό μου αγοράκι. forget the lesson of the sparrow. And I'll tell you, because there are many people in the audience who are coming to this stage, that there is
a day in your life when you will no longer have your parents. And you will long for the day when you did. I hope that you will be ready for that day by how you treat your parents today. And if you or your parents are not ready for that day, then I implore you to be ready, to get ready. If you have a need, may you come, and we'll help you in any way that we can, as together we stand and sing.